Welcome to What is Going On. It's your boy Russ. It's McCabe. Welcome back. For us, it's been a fatty man. Yeah. For you, you just waited another week. And we're actually behind, so which means you're caught up. We're recording this two days before you hear it. Two days. That's the magic of McCabe's editing. Sorry. <laughs> um, we just we spent all day out. Like, can we talk about yeah, what Let's talk do. about what happened today. Definitely do it. You do it. Since you're right. the victim. <laughs> let's set the scene up. Alright? <laughs> we get to this house. I work with Rose now, if I didn't say that. Yeah, you're yeah. paint. Yeah, we're painters. All the time. We get to this house and we're doing the outside. It's a stucco. We're painting the stucco a agreeable gray. That's the color. And uh, we're just chilling. It's a hot day. It's like it's like 92, 90, 90 when we got there. It was an agreeable gray. It was perfected in bull gray. It was perfected in gray marsh. Gray marsh or something like People have named these colors. Alright, so listen. We're there. We go around the back because there's shade on the back, right? We're trying to cool off. It's 94 degrees today. So we get the back prepped. We start heading to the front. And all of a sudden our coworker Parker comes around the corner. Fudge! Son of a swear to God. And we're all like. Yeah, all right, dude. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, it turns out he got stung by a wasp. Like four. Like four times. In the finger. In the single finger. <laughs> and that sucker was like a hot dog, man. He came around the corner and he wiggled a hot dog. Well, his finger was wiggling like a hot dog. Fat as one, too. That is one. And like, we're all like, holy snap, crackle, pop, dude. Where's the nest? Turns out there's this perfect dome of a light on the side of this house. And the bulb's up underneath, and the wasp nest was up underneath the bulb. So he reached his dandy old hand up in there, <laughs> twisting out that bulby bulb. So it doesn't get painted, of course. And then, <laughs> stung, dude by a wasp. So we all go gung-ho, glory, blades of flying in there. Tell them the process. Well, first we start off, as anyone would do, some sort of spray. Um, only spray Russell could find was glass cleaner. Very low um, velocity coming out of that can. Didn't work much. Actually caused them to become angrier. Angry wasps, hornets, long, Inch long, yellow, orangish color. Probably have stingers the size of stingers. King Arthur's sword. And so we move on uh, to fire. Fire. Fire didn't work. The blowtorch in the guy's garage just didn't work. Uh, the lighter is just not enough propellant to catch everything on fire at once. So after a couple more 
attempts running up and down the street. And these things will chase you. For Not a while. to forget, in between every single attempt, McCade was running up and down the street like a madman. You guys were running just not as far. We just didn't run up and down the street. We ran around the back They're of the house. They're following me. They're just trying to hit them with their hats. I was, I was flighty, not flighty. How our viewers would love to be a neighbor across the street to watch this scene go down. Or the customers ring doorbell. <laughs> yeah, so then we finally, uh, Russ gets tired, sick and tired. He goes around back, grabs a hose reel, brings the hose reel up front. I'll get a firefighter putting out a fire. Points that hose at the wasp nest. Uh, meanwhile, the customer comes around the corner. Hey, do you guys want any water? Like, uh, she's walking right next. To I'm like half cocked with this hose ready to just <laughs> spray into there. She's like, you guys want some water? I was like, oh yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, sure. Water? Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. It's hot out here. All right, is she gone? She's gone. All right. <laughs> Wasps flying out of that breaker. Probably three of them. Probably four of them. Four of them. I killed two of them. Stomp on them. They fall out. The other two flying around. We're like, okay. I'm like spritzing that stuff in the air just in case they're buzzing around my head ready to sting my ass. Asbestos. Ceilings. And we keep spraying it, spraying, spraying. And then we come back off a little bit. And that's when the one flies in. I spray it, smack it down. Turns out it landed on my knee. Stung me right in the kneecap. His knee, he now has two kneecaps. I have two kneecaps. It swole up so bad I have two kneecaps. <laughs> so I stalked the crap out of that bee. It's dead now. It's left us. It's not here anymore, existing on this wonderful, beautiful planet Earth. And it'll be a better place without it. And that's when we uh, called it. We chalked out that nest that from out of the uh, domicile they were living in underneath the <laughs> globular light. And uh, after that, scorching hot. Yeah, 102 degrees today. Do you know that? I thought it was 94. 102 degrees today. So I bought us some milkshakes out. I got cookies and cream, but they gave me cookie dough, fudge, something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't. It wasn't cookies and cream. Played it safe with the peach. Yeah. Cookies and cream is like the safest thing to do when it comes to a milkshake. Really? Yeah. No way, dude. Peach? You don't know how that's going to come out. Dude, I already know it's going to be glazing with a little bit of peach guts in there and a little bit of crispy crisp on the top. It's just like... Crisp, get that in your mouth. Oh, it's so icy cold and peachy. It's just crisp going in your mouth. Your dry mouth, dude. The combination's unparalleled. Yeah. <laughs> Big milk guy, this is. Big milk guy. Yes, sir. So, trust me, you're not that guy. I think I'm that guy. Um, this is our second time recording. We recorded last week. But it just didn't turn out. It's not my idea at all, y'all. Like, if we posted that as a blooper, you guys would probably watch two minutes of it out of the 40. And it's one of our favorite stories. It's a good story. Just for how many levels and um, turns and twists it takes. 
like, hold on to your seats, because we're talking about Hiroshima Part 2. But this is the first part of the story. Just we, That's the name of the story, Part 2, part two because there was actually a Hiroshima before. But this one, it's probably insensitive to call what we did Hiroshima, but you guys will see that it is something that only a nuclear bomb can comprehend. Comprehend. That's correct. So like our previous uh, uh, metaphor, it was on parallel to anything else. Well, Hiroshima and Hiroshima Part 2. Pretty parallel. So here we go. We're going to dive in. Set the scene. Oh, yeah. This is my turn, huh? Yeah, dude. So it's the... It's close to the end of the school year. I'm school mascot. I'm in student government. Um, and the school we went to was Canyonview. At Canyonview, we had a tradition during the basketball season because we had a very tough rival, Cedar, just 10 miles up the road. Small town. So, yeah, it was a rival. So, we would black, our colors were black, TLC, silver, and no one really knew what color, shade of blue. But, um, we would cover the gym in posters, and they'd be hand-painted by all of us of the school, and um, have catchy phrases. Bless me. <laughs> phrases, you know, like, uh, go Falcons, uh, and stuff. Get them. Get them. And, like, and whatever them. pretty much fat quote or phrase yeah. was busting that year. Like, yeah. Uh, whatever was trending. Yeah, trendy, trendy stuff. So, like, uh, yeah. Dab on them. Yeah. But they were uh, painted on black posters. So it would be blackout. The blackout game. And it was hype as can be. But that game was over. So we took all the posters and ran out a bonfire. Um, school was invited. And so I was there um, with some of the student government guys sending it up. Um, Selleck, you know him. He um, was nowhere to be found. And he's in charge of this. Where's Selleck? He needs to be here doing this with us. Anyways, we just start the fire. Uh, slowly, some people start showing up. Out of nowhere, the silver bullet, the same silver bullet that exposed two moons, four, four moons to my poor little Gma whip. And the more I thought about it, it was definitely my grandma's car because we didn't say his name. It felt Gmo. really bad for your friend. Shit, oily cheeks all over windows. Anyways, um. Now let me set the scene here. Red sand, rocks surrounding, little fire pit in the middle. Everyone has bonfires there. Um, to get to that area, there's this four foot dip that water runs through. It's just red sand, so it washes away. Water finds this least path of least resistance, and that was this canal. Well, the silver bullet comes from, <laughs> and you just see the passenger. I think it was Keith. <laughs> and you just see the driver, it was Josh, like shook, like acting cool, you know, and they're just bumping. They pull up around the fire, pump the, pop the trunk open, pop all the doors open, and start bumping gangster rap. And so we're all like, all right, vibe set, we're getting rowdy. But little did they know, it would be real rowdy. Now, you might call that showing up in style. Let me set the scene where I'm at in this story. Russell wasn't there either, by the way. I was not. 
I was but I knew where he was at. So he did. We talked. Is is a is a well mapped out, well rehearsed, well planned plan of attack. So listen. At this point in time, I was kicked out of school, so I was with the Savage Squad. Now, get an idea who the Savage Squad is. Uh, pretty much, some of the roughest, some of the toughest, good looking, sharp, musically talented. Illest kids you'll ever meet, and uh, it was at this point that uh, I was with these guys. These were my, this was my crew. These were my boys, and the majority of them went to Cedar, as well as a couple went to the school that I was participating at, which was the Sea Dragons. And uh, we're all chilling, and we devised this idea, this plan. We had an inside scoop on what was going on, so we decided to. Uh, Throw in a little pizzazz. Pizzazz. So we loaded up an airsoft gun, we got eggs, and we got all ready to go. Bonfires weren't safe when me Russell and Saul were around. They just were not a safe place. But this bonfire felt safer. You were not skipping a beat or a good time if you went to one. That's for sure. So. We rolled up, and at this point, the mobbing had already happened, the music was already bumping. All we had to do was walk right in. So, at first, we decided, all right, we're gonna take this Mario, the stuffed Mario. I'm gonna jam three CO2 tanks up where the sound box usually is on a stuffed animal thing, you know, and zip it up. We'll take the stuffed Mario, we're gonna drop it in the fire, then it's gonna blow. Then we're gonna egg the crap out of everybody and then leave. Now that is going out with a bang. Three of them. So. Me, Mario! We can decide who's gonna do it. We've sat there in my car going, okay, how are we gonna do this? Who's gonna do it? What are we doing, right? So finally the decision came that it was going to be me, but I could not be recognized. So I put on a disguise. Pretty much just ski goggles and a mask. A cloth, cloth mask, like anything else. So like, terrorist. Pretty much, but I didn't, I, I, I didn't look terroristy. I looked really vibey. Like, somebody saw me walking up to be like, dang dude, who's this kid, man? Whoa. Whoa, 2022? Are we here already? Like, what's going on? So, anyways, uh, yeah, walked up with my Mario, and apparently people were like throwing homework and stuff in the fire or something like that too. Yeah, so it was like a burning, you know, ceremony thing. You're like end of the school year, black burning the blackout posters. And I was like, here's my stuff, Mario. You know, I was like, yeah, and it was like, yeah, throw it, in, throw it, in, throw it. In. That that did happen. I don't recall, dude, it happened, bro. And then I threw it in there. In the flames. In the water of the fire. In the bond of the fire. In the bonfire. And as soon as I did it, I turned and started to walk away pretty quick. At that point, that's when good old down my pal, decent grabbed me. I was like, what are you doing? I was like, get everybody away from the fire. It's like, what? What? 
Get everybody away from the fire. I start beelining into my car. Speed walking. I'm speed walking. I see all my savvy squad. They're like, what's up, what's up? Like, Turn around, go. We gotta go, dude. Please, move in there. We're all running to the car. I've never ran to my car so fast in my life. As soon as I get in my car, that's when water balloon, front windshield, egg, side of my car. I'm like, the heck? I thought we were supposed to be doing that. I looked around and I'm like, Aaron, who's throwing stuff right now? Like, we gotta go, dude. Get out of here. Then this van rolls up, terrorist style, door swings open. And right there, in the van is none other than the man, Selk. Selk. That's where he was. With a bunch of Cedar High School preppies. Opposing school preppies at our own school bonfire? Now, these kids were Lay Hill snobs. They were on the hill. They were rich and pretty, looking good and fine and dandy. Well, I was hanging out with Zev Squad. And I'm like, wait a minute. Sell its bonfire. I'm supposed to crash it. Cedar preppies? What the flip is going on? Right? No! Right as he sees me, boom! Water blew into my car. He didn't that? even know it was me. He didn't know! I'm like, sell it! Sell it! Stop! Wait! <laughs> right at this point, they pull over to the bonfire, park a good distance away, and they just start unloading. I'm talking. Buddy the Elf throwing snowballs. <laughs> just chucking water balloons on these frickers that just got flash banged, frag grenaded, and C4, dude. They just got freaking red shelled by Mario himself. <laughs> dude, no, no different, dude. Alright, let's cut it right here. I want to tell what's going on in Bonfire during Hiroshima, bro. So, I don't recall you holding up the Mario at all. I recall texting you. Here yet? You gonna do it? Like, what's going on, bro? And um, and uh, I just catch a flash of you, and I was like, oh, I'm moving away from the fire. And then, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, frick! What was that? That was Mario. Who put that Mario in there? <laughs> Who put that in there? And they started like questioning me. Who who's in that suit? Was that Russell or Selk? That was probably Selk, huh? Selk's not here. It's his own bonfire. That was Selk, huh? It's like, no, what? He couldn't make it or something. I don't know. And Selk, he goes to the other, or Russell goes to the other school. Why would he come? None of you like him, anyways. He's a dropout. You don't even like him, dude. That's why they mess it up. There's that. Yeah. You have to talk trash to him so, you know, so they think I'm against you. Yeah, no, no doubt. No doubt. So then I was like, sorry, man. Russell? Russell, you say? So things kind of calmed down. And I was just like, wow, that was weird. All right. And we're okay? Yeah, we're all okay. All right. <laughs> music comes back on. You know, like it explodes and the music turns off, but it didn't. I don't think it really did. Well, it's just like everybody's just like, ears were so clapped that like, <laughs> everything goes quiet except like people right next to you that are talking to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, meanwhile, this is happening with freaking Russell and Selleck. 
And I was like, all right, that's cool, cool. Um, it's over. That was fun. Explosion. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh, Fred, no. Who's throwing water balloons? <laughs> Eggs. Oh, heck no. Whole OG squad's like, that's it. <laughs> And then run halfway down the road as Keith, come on, jumps in the back of the Jeep, and then three other trucks are just, and this minivan's, who is that, I bet that's Selleck, and then, that's when, Selleck's minivan comes bulleting out there, dude, I'm talking a bullet out of a gun, bulleting out there, Superman had nothing on that van, and then I'm like, there goes Selleck. And then I see everybody else jumping in their cars, and I'm like, well, I'm going to go chase him down, because I'm just, just ticked right now, because he's with Cedar Puppies. His bonfire? I'm supposed to ambush this crap. It's my show. <laughs> that bullet might have some speed, but let me tell you, me on a dirt road in the cherry bomb? Oh, Lord have mercy. I flew down that mountain. Ain't had no shoes or nothing, Lord Jesus. What? <laughs> and, I, and I was catching him, but dust was flying every which way. And I checked my rear view, and that's when I see light bar, light bar, light bar, light bar, just flying down that mountain with me. <laughs> just like six or ten of them. There okay. was only about five of us left at the bonfire. The rest of them went hunt down my friends. So, you get to the bottom of the hill. There goes Selleck, takes a left turn. All these guys are on my butt. I pull over the parking lot, which was used to be La Fiesta. It's gone now. I pull in that parking lot, they pull up next to me. I got guts from eggs all over my car and water balloons, bladder. So you and they look at me and they're like, they were going to kill me, dude. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, you're after Selleck, right? They're like, yeah, is he? I'm like, yeah, that minivan? Yeah, he's with a bunch of cedar kids. I was chasing him down off this freaking mountain. Look, he egged my car, dude. No, well, I'm the victim here. They're like, yeah, you're right. Where'd he go? I'm like, he took a left. I was chasing him, but I just wanted you guys to know where he went because you guys didn't see which way he turned. They're like, okay. I'm sitting in the parking lot all alone, and I'm like, we did it, boys. We pulled off the greatest heist of the century of high schools. Uh, that's how much, that's how. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just keep talking like, it. we the illest of the ill, bro. <laughs> like, we, we got them, dude. <laughs> they have to sell it now. Preppy ass kid, you know what I'm saying? Bro? So, at this point, one final car came meandering down the hill, and it was a couple of gals in the uh student body they had student bodies and uh they're like what are you doing down here and i'm like well i was chasing Selleck, my dear old lost friend but savage squad is here with me and og squad is there chasing him so here we are and that's when the questioning begins why'd you throw that mario in the fire I'm like Mario, you say? Someone threw Mario in the fire? <laughs> Had to be Selleck. I don't know if they're not being. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 
like Mario's, and then they looked at my vest, they're like, my my mask, my thing, you know, my I had my goggles up here. They're like, no, someone wearing what you had on is the one that threw that in there. And I was like, really? Why don't we go back up and just calm down? <laughs> All right, let's just calm down. We'll go back up. Let's have a good time. I was just rolling up, right? So I pulled in, and that's all I had to say about that. So they roll back in, and a little later, so does the OG squad. Guys, get him? No, we don't know where he went. Uh, who was it? Freaking Selleck. Really? Are you kidding me? He bombed his own bonfire? Yes, I guess. Russell saw him. Russell, it was Selleck? Yeah, man, it was Selleck, man. Alright, well, okay. So, um, we're sitting at the bonfire, five scoot back, and, uh, so does Selleck. Selleck pulls up, and oh my gosh, I thought. I thought they were going to kill him. They have him up against the car. And they're all like, ugh. And then, and then one of the girls that was talking to Russ marches in there. Get out of here. Get him, gets them off Selleck. And they're like, okay, she's a scary girl. And she puts her finger in Selleck's face. You're a stunt pipe, Preston. This is your girlfriend. You're not doing this right And next to Selleck is the cedar chick that he kind of been flinging with. Um, she was in the van with the sliding door with the eggs and the water bottles. So, what's he doing here with a cedar chick? Well, that's a funny story. We'll tell it after this. Yeah. How we met cedar chicks. Um, but, uh, you see, after that, I was pretty mellow. Um, no more explosions. Just went home safe and sound, thankfully, just a little bit traumatized. So, yeah, did we miss anything? Um, repercussions. So, about a week after, word gotten around that Selleck, after all, was not the one that threw Mario in the fire. And rumor had it that it was me. So Selleck goes and peeps this little rumor birdie to the OG squad. I'm chilling at a softball game with the Savage squad. And we're playing Canyon. Cedars play Canyon. And they roll up on me and they're like, hey Russ, come here. I'm like, who, me? My, oh yeah, I'm, I'm Russell. <laughs> and the Savage squad's like, yo, need backup? I'm like, Nah, it's cool, man. I've known these guys since they were like, we get I got this. I'm nice to everybody. Nobody's got any beef against me, man. So I roll up, and they're all looking at me. So it's kind of hiding, giggling behind one of the big boys. And uh, they're like, did you throw that Mario in the fire? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, you burn some people. I'm like, I didn't know that. I'm like, yeah. Some stuff flew in some chick's eye, too. Could have uh, really hurt somebody. I was like, yeah, I didn't mean to do that. I just wanted to make a big, loud pop and bang, you know? I didn't, didn't hurt anybody. And they're like, well, you still did. That's not cool. And right at this point, this is when the big boy, ex, ex Stelker, comes up, grabs me. 
listen, you don't ever do nothing like that again. Dude, you chill, bro. Chill, bro. Chill, bro. <laughs> no, we been, we we play basketball together, bro. Like in pre-K, dude. What are you doing, man? Pre-K. Like we chilling, bro. We got straight. I pass you the ball all the time, man. Come on. So he finally lets go. He's like, all right. Just don't ever try to do anything like that again. I'm like, you got it right. And then so it's giggling. I'm like, and this is the kid you should be beating up because he's the one that rolled up and threw all the eggs and water balloons, y'all. He's like, yeah, no, we we already uh, we already took care of that. I'm like, that's what I thought. Thanks, friend. I turn around, go back over to Savage Squad. They're all beefed up, dude. Ready to beef <clears throat> throw some stuff because they were like the linemen for Cedar High School. And OG Squad was like the lineman for Canby, so it was pretty even match, man. They were all like, you know, ready. They're like, good hell, bro. <laughs> I'll freaking kill you, bro. Like, they some real guys, the real homies too. Shout out to the Savage Squad for real. Um, and that was it. And right after that all happened, I I built this huge text. I could probably find it if I really wanted to. Really? Yeah. Should I try and find it? I don't think you'll be able to find yeah, it. I might just be able to find it, dude. You sent it? You have your messages from 10 years ago? Dude, no doubt. Hold up. Five, seven years ago? That's like JK. Alright, but anyways. Put out this big text like, man, a friend of mine would rat me out and sit behind some of the big boys and watch me get manhandled. <laughs> no way you're a friend of mine. Thank you for your if you ever want anything from me or need help, don't ask. Oh my gosh. You're you're dead to me. And that's the falling down the bar. We're done. So then I fell out. Me and me and Kate we were keeping in touch, blowing stuff up every once in a while still. We kept straight. As you see. And me and Selen kept it straight. Yeah. So how did uh how did Selleck's girl and the Cedar Preppies transpire? How did that all happen? So we lonely night. No, lonely. Lonely. Um, Typical night? Dark night. I don't know. I don't know. It was dark. It was night in Cedar City. It was this night in Cedar City. So we were at Brad's in our corner, the uh, bro squad corner. So if you're having a hard time keeping up, there's the Savage Squad, Russell and the, and the Hoodlums. The RMS squad, me, Russell, Selleck. Uh, the OG squad, football kids for Canyview. And um, the bro squad, which was bros out of the uh, student government. They're hanging out of Brad's bro squad. In comes some chicks. That's the only reason why Brad's anyways. That and Mango Mountain Dew. Um, and we're like, dang, three cute chicks. I was like, Four of us, something ought to work out. So um, they sit a couple of tables away. Um, they got in contact a couple of times. You know, they're probably talking about us. At least that's what we thought. So we start goofing a little bit. New boo goofing. New boo goofing. And moving table, one table closer to them, and then another table closer to them. And I, they caught, I think they caught on and started moving tables like away from us. And so, um, we're like, all right, we're sick of this. Start walking out, and I go, we're going to Walmart if you want to come. <laughs> Guys, they might come to Walmart. I can't believe I just said that. I talked to a girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get into Jaden's car. Um, I don't think he was, he was doing government. No, actually, yeah, 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 he was. 
Ashton, whatever. Ash tree? Yes. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> what was he? What? What was he? He was like a uh, secretary or like treasury or some crap like that. Bro, for real. For real, for real. <laughs> Anyways, um, we get into his beat up old car. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, he's got like ginormous subs in the back. So we turn on the Bro Squad anthem, which is Doactive by ASAP Ferg. So we're just bumping on our way to Walmart. And um, the girls later jump into their only Mustang. Thing, only thing to do in Cedar City. Yeah, grads in Walmart. Go to Walmart. And um, we were in the parking lot of Walmart, and they pull up in their Mustang. Three chicks in a Mustang? What? And they drive up next to us, and we're like, oh, sweet, they came. And then they drive off. Cedar preppies. So we go to Walmart. Good come out boys. and the car that we were in is saran wrapped what? with um with uh lipstick kisses all over the saran wrap and their numbers so we're pretty stoked yeah. uh and that's how we met them they hung out with us a couple times at suck shop and uh suck drew a liking to the one of their girls and uh, and showed up at the bonfire with her. <laughs> yeah. Good times, good rhymes, man. Yeah, but... Yeah. We gotta talk about some of the ritual things that people did at the bonfires, though. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, so, here at this location, where people like bonfires all the time, uh, a, kipper named, a, kipper, a kid named Cooper uh, would with his friend do a ritual no one knew about but the kids that knew knew so at some point during the bonfire there was two young white boys standing on a rock in the crane formation nuke so they would get naked do the crane over over watching the fire and then just come down it was their it was their thing I've never seen it the naked crane but I can say I was present when it happened. Yeah. There was a good old occasional, like, one gunshot up in the air. Everybody's like, what? Who's got a gun on you? <laughs> was that a firecracker? <laughs> that was a beautiful thing. Uh, somebody had to, like, peel out or do a donate or something. And then, obviously, the classical hit the little, I'm just going to call that thing a valley. That was pretty big. Bump over the valley and then throw your doors open. Yeah. Just so you know, they're there. They own the bonfire now. OG squad. Not until it explodes, though. Nope. Definitely not. That's why it was well orchestrated, well thought out, well planned. So rest in peace to that friendship. And um, <laughs> here we are today. Here we are. It's Tuesday, isn't it? No, it's Monday. Sadly. <laughs> Sadly. I'm so tired. But this has yet been another wonderful, magical, mystical episode. That's right. One of the best. What two of the best? Go give it a like, a comment. Um, we're losing views 
on the daily, so yeah, go hit that up. We're back to like 10 views. I think we only have nine on the RMS squad. Go watch that one. And yeah. you'll understand the, um, it's kind of like a Netflix series. You kind of have to watch it episode by episode to understand the current stories. Yeah, yeah. So stay up to date, stay current with what is going on with the Cade and Russ. You can catch me for more content at MC Cade. And we will be building a TikTok soon. We'll hit you up on that and having a loads and loads of fun and content. Stay up to date, catch me at Russell underscore Rowling. It's the Go watch Virgil. Um, that's coming out every Friday. Virgil, dude! Every Friday. Go watch it. It's great. It's like eight episodes long. And um, a lot of work and money and time spent on that. But you need it. All right. Bye, guys. See you later.